Good whatever it is. Welcome to uh, episode 35 of the Spartans and Pajamas podcast. We're all sweating balls here in the UK as it's once again the hottest like week on record again heat wave. Uh, last year on this day exactly uh, me and Lala were in a caravan in Norfolk recording this. So um, yeah a year later I'm sat in my shorts uh, and just my shorts um, sweating my balls off. Here with Dolph, uh, not literally with me, but yeah, yeah I'm, sorry, I'm, 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 at, I'm at my own um, castle. Yeah, Dolph is uh, not live. I, I can't poke him like I did Larlet. Ow! <laughs> <laughs> because I did that. I did, I did poke her. I'm like, look, see, poke. She goes, I can't believe you just did that. Because <laughs> <And laughs> you know, I'm just a dick. But uh, fuck me, it's warm. It is really warm. Oh, Thirty-seven today. Uh, I think it's currently like 34 degrees here. Celsius, by the way. We're not heathens who do Fahrenheit's. Uh, yeah, so 37 is what, 96 Fahrenheit, I'd like to say? There yeah. around? Uh, was it currently on... Uh, yeah, 33 degrees C here. So you you kind of like triple that. So it's like 99 degrees. But yeah, warm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right, let's slide in, shall we? With I honestly, I I need to find out for next podcast what happened because I was off last weekend. But the beef is tough guy returned for the third time with his missus. <laughs> so um, yeah, they they were like really happy. They weren't like grumpy or anything. They were all right. Really nice. I killed him with kindness, I think. And they booked in again while I was off. <laughs> My boss called me a fucking bastard. Because <laughs> he had to deal with him. <laughs> Ooh, excuse me. I love it, though. I love it, because it's like, either they're going to be uh, completely arsehole to him, and he's going to be like, right, no, fuck it, don't come back. Or uh, they're going to be still like really polite and great. Because that was the thing, they, they, everything was fine. They didn't have a complaint at all last time. I was just like, yes. Killed them that's with why kindness. That's why I didn't complain about the weather. <laughs> like, oh, I don't know. Probably they, they did. Wrong type of fucking cloud or something. I don't know. But, uh, yeah. Nimbus. I think mission complete. That's what we've tried to do with our Sundays in the menus. If we ever, especially when it were like Jazz Sunday and that, there are people that used to be complete fucking arseholes tours that are now like so polite and so brilliant with us that we we enjoy having them there and uh i think i've killed them with kindness to the point where it's like we, we can't we can't be dicks to this kid <laughs> so uh yeah i'm happy about that we'll, we'll get an update for next time though about what round four was like uh and <laughs> if they survived <laughs> oh god so that was my little pub talk. I mean, like I said, I've not been really been there, so I can't really talk much on it. Yeah. Um, so the next one we've got. Uh, Avengers Endgame is now the highest grossing film of all time, beating out Avatar. Uh, I've got the, the figures here because I went and looked it up. So Avatar is sat on $2.789 billion. Uh, Avengers Endgame is sat on 2.790 billion dollars. So pretty, pretty close. Uh, it's been out by a hundred million? 
or a million dollars so far. But either way, Avatar can't get more money, so it's not going to be any higher up on the list anymore. So unless they do an unless they do an Avatar two, which you know they probably are going to do. Well, yeah, probably. But now, like, well, they are. They are doing an Avatar two. It's, it's not like a, probably. They definitely are. Uh, what? Why do they get the feeling they're going to do some sort of um? Well, they've already confirmed well, the uh, the guy, the major guy who died in the first film, didn't die in his back, even though I'm pretty sure he got stabbed through the heart with a giant fuck off sword. Uh, I get the feeling there's going to be some sort of um, family between uh, the guy who goes into the. I forget his fucking name though. Oh, Jake Sully. He's the only one yeah. I remember the name of as well. <laughs> I knew it was something. I knew it was something Sully, but it couldn't be his first name. But then, then that. Mm. Avatarian, if you want to call those. Yeah. Uh, Sigourney Pan Weaver Pandora, apparently is back as well, Pandora. and she died as well. Oh, lovely. So, I don't know. This, this... Uh, it's not a bad film, but it's not a film that I really care about. It's I mean, I've people... tried watching it a few times over half, but she keeps falling asleep. It's just too, <laughs> it's too fucking long. This thing as well, if you like, was legitimately ask what were the names of the characters from Avatar... You right. struggle past Jake Sully. And the only reason I remember Jake Sully is because they were talking about it on the Roosty podcast not too long ago. <laughs> about how uh, you couldn't name characters. I'm like, I couldn't fucking name them either. And so, yeah, it's crazy. But yeah, congratulations to uh, the small studio, Marvel Studios and Disney, uh, for beating out that huge megalithic corporation over there that did Avatar. I think it was Fox. Or Paramount, I don't fucking know. Well, yeah, uh, congrats to those guys for making comic book great. Um, apparently, of course, uh, also on kind of little small tangent, uh, they've released Phase Four, uh, like currently what it's going to be like. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three wasn't on there, but um, it's like some of the films on there. There's a Blade reboot coming, apparently. Not with Wesley Snipes either, which um, disappointed. But he, you know, he's got he's busy dodging taxes somewhere. <laughs> uh, there's no mention of the X Men or Fantastic Four yet. Uh, the Eternals has been mentioned. Uh, another Doctor Strange, another Captain Marvel, uh, another Thor film by Taika Waititi, who did Thor Ragnarok. Um, it's called Love and Thunder, and apparently Jane Foster's going to be female Thor. So the Sweat. whole the whole multiverse theory thing, I think this is going to be kind of like what ifs sort of thing. Uh, also, the streaming stuff they've uh, been teasing, like uh, the Captain, uh, well, Captain Falcon and the Winter Soldier uh, miniseries. Mm. So, because like um, he's going to be basically Captain America, but not Captain America. With Bucky. So it's, it's Bucky and Falcon, basically. Uh, their little adventures. There's one division which apparently is meant to be dark and has Vision in it, even though he's dead. So we'll figure that one out. Uh, there's been like all these different films that apparently... Uh, as, as well, Wonder Maximoff, uh, Scarlet Witch, is going to be in a couple of different films in this Phase 4 as well. So that's kind of weird, but um, apparently this timeline is a lot darker because uh, if you've watched Spider-Man Far From Home, holy shit, there's a dark point in that film, which I am not spoiling. 
but Christ fucking on a bike. Oof. So, uh, yeah, that's going to be a thing. I just got a message from work. Oh, it's covering people while the boss man's away. Uh... Is it for this Sunday? <laughs> Be a no. couple, round four. <laughs> oh, I'm making Sunday anyway, it doesn't matter, so. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you might have a brief couple round four. I look uh, forward to it. Uh, well, yeah. But I don't know. It's a very, very difficult that. quadrilogy. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, so, um, like, basically, the. <laughs> Saying that 2020, 2021 is going to be the the years for Marvel again, because um, there's a lot of stuff coming. Um, I know Suicide Squad two has to come out first before we get Guardians Volume three. Apparently, Thor's not going to be in Guardians Volume three at all, uh, because hmm. that's what James Gunn didn't write in, because they're using James Gunn's script and he's not going to be there. Which means there will be a a canon a canon reason why he's going to be not there in Guardians three. Uh, which, considering the Thor film is coming out before that, uh, it kind of makes sense that he wouldn't be there. So they'll probably just have like a mini scene like, oh yeah, we just left him on a planet somewhere. <laughs> or or like they ditched him back on Earth or something, I don't know. Or like a little spin-off kind of thing. Yeah. Like the begin- like first 20 minutes or something is them just ditching him. Well, okay, six months later, oh, we're leaving you here because you're done such and such. Like, you're a pain in the arse, bye. And then you thwart some sort of evil. Yeah, and then like they're going tax off and doing what they're doing. Um, mm. Yeah, so Marvel doing really, really well. Not bad. Say comic book movies, what ten, fifteen years ago, apart from the Blade films, were pretty shit. Okay, so the next one, uh, I, I don't know as much about this as I should do. So uh, the the Area Fifty One event. Yeah, so this was like a meme I saw, and it's like me storming Area Fifty One, like, and then I watched up a video, and apparently some guy on Facebook uh, posted a thing like we should storm Area Fifty One. They can't stop us all, and then they, he put in the description, "If we Naruto run, we can run faster than their bullets." Uh, so <laughs> apparently, the last time it was looked at, there was one point nine million people apparently going. Now, yeah, 1.4 million interested. Yeah. I don't think that actually was the outcome because I don't know. Apparently it happened and maybe like 30 people were arrested. Well, uh, it's not going to happen until um, September anyway, so I think people got a bit too early with it. Yeah, scheduled for Friday the 20th between 3 and 6 a.m. Oh my <laughs> god. But yeah, literally people are going to get shot if they do it on that day. Or they're going to be, like, wholesale arrested. Like, going to be water cannons, rubber bullets, and lots of handcuffs and tie wraps. And then people are going to be like, oh, you got done basically as a terrorist. You're in Guantanamo for the next ten years. You fucking donkey. But, uh, I, I don't know. It's one of those daft things where people but shouldn't. Imagine if they'd get in, though, found out all the um, secrets, though. <laughs> mm. Well, like I said, there's been a fuck ton of memes come out of this. I mean, a fuck ton of memes. Uh, you can like look it on like YouTube now, and it's like me getting into Area Fifty One, like, and then having like um, them playing with a portal gun from Portal Two or something like that. And it's just like what? <clears throat> Before I enter Area Fifty One, I'm having like Area Fifty One, like kitted out with like high tech um, 
fucking power armor with um, beam rifles and shit like that. Well, the thing is, they said that like uh, there was one guy who was wholesale discredited as not being a real doctor or something, but yet if you look into his past far enough, like local papers and that mention he's part of this university that apparently he never graduated from, and that he was like a doctorate of this university. Uh, apparently he's set claim to have worked for like a subsidiary base south of Area 51 um, and that he was working on working on like a, a reactor or something from an alien craft and he was a, his job was to reverse engineer it because that's the thing we from like the 1950s onwards we had a massive technological leap like microwaves, Velcro, uh, CD-ROMs, phones, computers, lasers. all these things that were in their infancy. If you think about it, in less than 60 years, we've gone from like tape and spool and punch card computers to literally a phone that was more powerful than the moon landing phone uh, computer. And not only that, we've gone from, what's it? Using having computers only using 128 megabytes of hard drive up to what zettabytes and oh yeah petabytes. having like RAID display with like four ter- uh, four zettabytes of storage. Mm. Mm. Like, if you think of that, if you think how far gaming has come as well, you was on what eight bit cartridges from what 1980s. Going, well, going back to the um, the Commodore 64 series and the um, Amigas. Yeah. Well, and now look, now look, we are we on pretty beefy tech with um, VR. So, yep. Well, what is it? Late uh, late eighties, early nineties. It was sixteen bit. Is eight bit, sixteen bit, thirty two bit, sixty four bit was the the late nineties, early two thousands. That now, was the um, I'd like to say the Nintendo sixty four. Yeah, sixty four. Then you went on to then we went on to the um one twenty eight. PS1, Sega Dreamcast, well, Sega, Sega CD. Dreamcast was 128, but the PS1, the original PlayStation, was 32. Um, and then it, well, yeah, so 128 was the Dreamcast, and then it was 256, which I, I think was something, and then the 360, which hmm. I don't know where that came from. I don't know no. why it was called the 360. <laughs> Because they f- because they came full circle. Uh, maybe I don't know. I always love the the like uh, PlayStation fucking rejects are like oh yeah you should do a three sixty and walk it back into the store and give them the money back. Yeah, you say that, but at least we can um, cosplay. Yeah. Or the best one was like, oh yeah I I do a three sixty and walk out the shop and it's like but if you walk into the shop to go order an Xbox and do a three sixty you're still facing the fucking county you moron. It's like, just go sit in the corner put your dunce cap on you reject <laughs> oh, stupids stupids but yeah but when this event actually does happen <laughs> if it does happen it's gonna be um it's gonna it's gonna be interesting yeah uh, <laughs> just go for it i honestly don't know whether there's gonna be people being killed at this event or if the army are going to go soft on them and just fucking rubber bullet the fuck out of them. Because apparently Trump knows about it and there's there's quite a few like higher up people know this is going to go. So it depends on how strongly they want to go. No, you fucking don't. 
Do you think it's going to be something like the... Um, uh, I can try to remember the names now. The, the Lord of the Rings. The... What the what Rings? It? Well, no, the Miras um big-ass um, wall. Where is, it? is it Miras Tirith or something along those lines? I don't know. It's been ages since I watched the fucking Lord of the Rings. You know, when, when the orcs and the Orokai bloody rush the um, Fellowship. Oh, I know what you mean. It's, it's that yep. one where like, look to me on the dawn of the third day and I'll be there. And he comes fucking down the hill with the riders of Rohan and the fucking white horse and he's just like, I'm a badass motherfucker. <laughs> okay. Uh... But yeah, it's going to be an interesting one. Like I said, there are either going to be people getting legitimately killed, and then it's going to go from, oh, 300 people raided the base to, like, 12 people were shot dead trying to raid the base, and 200 people ran, like, fuck away. No, and so many people Na injured. Naruto ran away, yeah. Yeah, I don't think the Naruto run I think that would be given up real quick when they get shot at. They'll either get, like, go to the ground and give up, or they'll run like fuck. Full dead sprint. Imagine if they had a um, Keanu Reeves looking like doing the <laughs> Matrix shit. <laughs> just bullet, bullet don't, don't, because you know there's going to be someone there in the full fucking leather jacket with the sunglasses. It's like, whoa, I don't need to dodge bullets. And just fucking just stride up to the main gate like a complete... Just, uh, just, put, their, just put their fucking hand out. Like. <laughs> We've seen the future again, and the future is ridiculous. <sighs> Anything's possible. Anything is possible. Like, uh, McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> so, right. Yeah, this gave me a really good giggle, actually. There's a... <laughs> like, I think it was like an Italian... Uh, Irish? It was Irish, yeah. Irish, there we go. I need to... Cause I, I couldn't remember this off by heart. Um, so there's an Irish fast food chain called Supermax. And the guy is Mac. The guy who runs the place is called Mac. That's his nickname. And he does burgers and chips and shit like that. So he has uh, Super Mac and Big Macs and stuff like that. Uh, now, McDonald's took him to court because he wanted uh, to like have his name. And they were like, no, you can't have that. And basically they found out that, no, he wasn't infringing anything. And when he went to move into Europe, um, they took him to court again. And they gave him the Wikipedia thing, <laughs> Wikipedia page for the Big Mac and McDonald's. And then someone on the defense to, uh, thing for Supermax looked up the actual trademark for uh, McDonald's. So Big Mac is the name of the restaurant and the food and the, the beef burger. So because they're not using the trademark uh, name Big Mac, they're using McDonald's. Uh, the court was like, well, no, you're not using it. So this trademark uh, is null and void here in Europe. So anyone can call their burger now in Europe a Big Mac because it doesn't stand up to court and legal uh, representation because <laughs> they've fucking sent a Wikipedia page and not the actual uh, piece of thing across. So Supermax can now move into Europe unabated and have a Big Mac burger because the uh, the trademark was not used correctly at the time. <laughs> so uh, because it wasn't used correctly, it was voided, and that included like the, the name of the burger as well because it was on the same like uh, trademarking form. So when they voided one, they voided the other as well. 
just by proxy. It didn't matter if they were using it or not. So apparently, the first thing that happened was fucking Burger King were just like, ah, fuck you, Big Mac, in their advertising. They literally were just like, like trolled the shit out of them in Europe because they could, and they did. And I think yeah, it's hilarious. I think I posted some pictures about that actually. I yeah, find it. Apparently, as well, the the whole uh, like legal team <laughs> got fucking battered to shit about it. Oh, here it is. Uh, a few days ago, McDonald's lost the trademark big uh, to Big Mac across the EU and the UIPO. Don't know what that means. The European Union Technical Property Office. Ah, okay. <laughs> um, Burger King responded trollishly. It's like, uh, like a Big Mac, but actually big. Uh, the burger Big Mac wished it was be. <laughs> big Mac-ish, but flame-grilled, of course. <laughs> kind of like a Big Mac, but juicier and tastier. Anything but a Big Mac. It's like, well played, Burger King. Well played. So yeah, I prefer Burger King burgers, but I... Oh, we don't have a Burger King here in town anymore. I, I like Burger King burgers, I'm not going to lie. I, I do like them. Uh, but they changed their chips a while back, and I'm not really fond of them. I used to like the old, like crispy chips. Yeah, it's like uh, with KFC, they changed these horrible chunky style chips, and they're not very good. So, yeah. Uh, so that was fun. who knows. <clears throat> Imagine if some, well, it wouldn't be able to because of um, Mac has opened up Supermax, and they say he's got like the Big Mac as well. Imagine someone else um, actually trying to do a Big Mac burger. Or call their store the Big Mac or whatever. But in Europe, you're fine. It's not literally until somebody re-trademarks it, which they'd have to go to court to. And at this point, Europe could say, "Well, enough people are using it that it's not actually trademarkable," which would be fucking hilarious. I think um, Bethesda tried to do something as well when when um oh scrolls yeah oh, scrolls they tried to, yeah they tried to mark, uh, trademark scrolls and it's like, well, no. You can't. It's when, it's when uh, Mojang tried to um, start a little, like a little side oh, a card, card game, game called Scrolls. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They uh, thought it was infringing on Elder Scrolls. The people, people thought they'd have to get confused with it. Yeah, because the Elder Scrolls I was always like, oh, going to be too similar to Scrolls. It's like, what? How? Last so, time I checked, if you read an Elder Scroll, it burns your eyes out. So. Yeah, and also the Elder Scrolls, blah blah blah, or Scrolls. I don't mm. think you're going to confuse those two, to be honest. But, like I said, now that the fact that they lost that and everyone's jumping on calling shit and using it in advertising and stuff, it's been that widely disseminated across places in Europe. And technically, we're part of Europe, so we could do it as well. Um, for now. Uh, yeah, they haven't got a leg to stand on. So if they try to re-trademark it, I don't think they'll get it because of the fact that everyone's using this now free domain name. And to trademark it would be really fucking hard. Especially if someone's called their store the Big Mac. Yeah, it's like, well, it's not trademarked. Or it wasn't yeah. trademarked at the time, so I can use and it. And they can't say, oh, change your name and say, uh, no, I'm known as Big Mac. So yeah. fuck it up. Exactly. It was definitely one of the funnier things. Uh, shout out to fucking Fact Fiend, by the way, off on YouTube. That's where I got that from. Uh, Carl Smallwood and uh, those guys. Uh, they were They were talking about it at the end of one of their um fact fiend videos on youtube fucking good watch by the way go and watch them they are hilarious uh and that's where i found out that and i had to share it with dolph it was great oh brilliant absolutely brilliant oh, i've got a, a sneeze coming on and it wouldn't fucking come out lol 
so speaking of like shocking events, uh, so it was originally said stated that the Walking Dead's comics was gonna go, uh, to like episode two hundred. And they'd previously killed Rickoff, the main character, not too many episodes ago. So what did they do? They abruptly ended the series at 193. Fuck it, done. Because Wait, what? Yeah. They they just he just the guy who made it was like known for killing off good main characters all the way through the series, like main stalwart characters. And they said that to be fair, once Rick died, there wasn't really much more to do. And they always said that when Carl and Rick were dead in the comics, that was it, done. So, everyone thought that he was going to get to episode 200, uh, to issue 200 and stop. Because everyone was like, oh, well, it's going to wind up to this. So, he just went, fuck it, now I'm done now. And he just <sighs> ended it early. 193 is a very weird number to end on, though. But that was the thing as well. He's been known for doing just out there things like people who have depression in the in the in the comics um one of them committed suicide by just walking into a zombie on a chain because they were using him as defense and uh she was just talking to him and then she just went okay and just walked into the zombie and got killed for no reason other than that she'd been suicidal for a while and you could see that it was happening that she was getting more and more unhinged and they just went okay pays off now but like that thing, that was thing. Like main characters got bludgeoned to death for no particular reason, other than uh, another character is going to make a, an example of them. Uh, yeah, looking at looking at you, Negan. Yeah, yeah, Glenn. In in the comic books, I I was so pissed off when I found out Glenn died because I knew he was going to die in the TV series because I love Glenn in the TV series. And then they killed the the ginger guy who was in uh, Band of Brothers. I don't remember his actual name in the in the show, and I'm like, oh, maybe they've got away with it. And they also give you the fake away where you thought Glenn was killed earlier on in the show, when the other guy committed suicide, and as he fell, he, he like knocked Glenn off this dumpster, but he survived. Because <coughs> uh, it, like it basically it showed, and it didn't have any like sound to it, but it just showed Glenn screaming and like these zombies all on top just pulling guts out and stuff, and you're like, holy shit. But what actually had happened was, when they showed you him a couple of days later when he actually survived, uh, he'd fallen underneath the guy who committed suicide, and the zombies were pulling the guts out of the guy on the top, and he was like, ah, ah, trying to get away, and he gets under the, like, the, the wheelie bin dumpster thing they were hiding on top of, and just basically just curls up into the fetal position until they all go away. Until they forget that he's there. And then he like hightails it home. And then gets baseball batted to fuck later on in the end of the series. And it's like, oh, why? But yeah, um, i got to give him props for just killing it like he did. Because, like I said, he's, he's the guy who, he can do that. He can, it's his material. Um... And, you know, if he wants to decide to end it the way he started it, with, like, abruptly killing main characters and having weird shit just kick off out of nowhere, uh, he can do. He had an April Fool's Day one where they were all abducted by aliens. So he's, he's definitely one for doing out there things. 
But no, it's done. Uh, it also means now that the TV series that I stopped watching has a definite finite arc to it now. So you'll know when it's coming then because you've seen the comics. Well, I've not read the comics. I, I basically got to... Um, I think I got to the the place they live in now where like they go in there as guests and live there for a bit and then they become like the mayor and that and start running it uh, because other people like Negan and that turn up and try and stop them. I didn't make it to Glenn getting killed in the comics because I knew that was coming because that's the problem as well. There, there were legitimately parts of the Walking Dead comic book series that after I read a volume because I've got the compendium volume things where it's like you get five or six issues in a in a book I had to stop I couldn't I couldn't read for like another month because it hurt it hurt to read because it was so dark and so depressing but that's what he wanted you to feel um in the comics and like Rick's uh misses and pregnant uh baby both die both die in this in in the prison uh hmm. she never gives birth to him to the to the baby and then they run off with the baby and that because in the tv series which is why i'm a bit oh what the fuck the the baby is um now like 11 or 12 because it's jumped forward like 10 years or something and she's now like a, a pseudo rick character course like the teenager doesn't really know what she's doing runs around with like rick's hat on and got rick's gun it's like oh okay uh but in in the comics uh the prison raid happened with the the, the... fuck the mayor or whatever his name was i can't remember his name uh... the governor there we go the governor raids the the base the prison that they're in and as they're trying to escape, um, the baby and uh, Rick's wife get like Rick's wife gets gut shot, and the baby's like she was holding the baby around a, a gut, so they both get killed at the same time. So it's just like reading that, I was like, oh fuck me, I can't read anymore. For it. it's just such a depressing thing, because basically all Rick's ever had during the comic books is him and his son because everything else has been taken away from him and whenever he gets like to a point taken away from him he doesn't even have a hand in the comics he's lost a hand as well in the comics because he was tortured that his hand chopped off so Jesus. yeah like i said it's like it's such a dark thing and uh in the in the tv show uh rick is alive even though they think he's dead, he's alive, he's been taken somewhere else, uh, and they're going to have a spin-off series with him doing things in different parts of the world. He's got both hands, he's not... He's, like, not lost anything. And it's just like, really? I like the character, but really? I, I liked him in both versions, but I like the fact that Rick should have died. Because, like... He sacrificed himself to stop um, the the town getting overrun by zombies. He blew up a bridge. 
Uh, and that should have killed him. Because he already had, like, this sucking, like, chest wound where he got impaled. Uh, and he managed to, like, run for a mile or two still <laughs> to get to this bridge to, like, blow the bridge up to stop them from getting um, to the thing. And also, the annoying part about it was they made a big... Oh, it's Rick Grimes' last episode. And it's like, are you fucking kidding me? This is an American culture thing. They they actually call out on social media when their character is done in the show and when they're leaving a show. So, you know, there are, especially like Walking Dead. Walking Dead is like, well, they're probably going to fucking die. There's no other reason why they'd say, all right, okay, I'm going, bye. Because they killed off Rick's kid, the son, in the TV show as well. So... That was kind of, like, annoying. And now, like, there's no one from the very first episode left. Oh, there, no, there is. There's Carol. Carol and Daryl. But Daryl didn't turn up in the first episode. Um, those are the only two characters that were in the first two episodes that are still alive in this uh, version of the TV show. And it's fucking... fucking weird. And I've talked for like 15 minutes about it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, get used to carrying on talking because I think the next file was six of yours. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You got a bit of a ramble. Uh, Lance message. Yeah, uh, she was talking about the, the thing. Yeah. I put in the, in the chat. Uh, so, the next one. Um, me and Lala were meant to go to the Sheffield Video Game Museum. Now... With the weather and the storms and the heat wave and fucking acts of God going on, uh, she wasn't able to get up to Sheffield to come and see it because she lives in Essex. Uh, so it was just me and the boy. And I I thought the video game museum, because I can't really talk about much about it because there's not much to it, to be honest. It's about the size of one floor of a, of a standard Primark. <laughs> for UK people. Uh, Primark. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I so, think I have an idea how big it is. Yeah, and there was like arcade cabinets down the side. There was like Wii's and emulators because some of the devices just don't work anymore. Uh, and they made a big deal about it. It's like, we emulate uh, them because some of these just don't work anymore. Um, like they had the original like SNES, NES, Mega Drives, um, stuff like that. PlayStations. And like, depending was on what it, day was when I went to um, an expo in London about ten years ago. Yeah, well, there's a video game museum in London. There's one in Liverpool, London, Sheffield, and Manchester. I think are the like the four. Yeah, but I went to an expo with my uh, stepbrother, and basically, we, it's basically when um, I think when Modern Warfare Three was releasing, for actually thirteen two was releasing. Oh, that's like. Uh, I think I think I, I think that's when also when Rage released as well. Oh yeah, Rage. That. Yeah. Oh, it's a really great bloody thing. Uh, it wasn't bad, to be fair. Came out. Oh, I did like it. Hold on, what, when did, I've got the fucking game in my hand and I can't see. 2011. Yeah, so almost 10 years ago. Yeah. But, um, so it cost us 20 quid to get in. And I think we spent just over half an hour in, in the place before it got boring. It got boring for prayers, it got boring for me, and it was like, well, we've seen all we can really want to do here. 
it's a good idea, and I think if we'd have gone on different days, they have like VR and stuff. But um, meaning like the six weeks and that, they have to do different things on different days, so it doesn't get stale. Yeah, and I think we hit it just on a day when it was like, uh, they didn't have anyone stopping people from like hoarding a game, so you couldn't just go and like, oh, can I go in this now, please? And like, like having a person there going, hey, all right, okay, next person, please. You died or something like that. So that was kind of a, a bugger because they, they had uh, the Turtles arcade game, and I really wanted to go on that. And I mean, the Turtles arcade game is the Turtles two, one, and I remember it because you you start off in an apartment building, and you have to fight Foot Clan. Is it Foot Clan? Yeah, because hand is Marvel, foot is yeah. So you find the Foot Clan. And you've got like boulders falling down the stairs and like water exploding out of the things and all sorts. And it's all like cartoony, like 16 bit graphics. And then you get to the end room where April O'Neil is and you have to fight the Rhino. Is that Bebop or Rocksteady? Can't remember which one it is. I don't know, unfortunately. Uh, but yeah, you fight him. And I remember playing it when I was like 10 in Filey on an arcade machine. I'm 34 now, so that was 24 years ago. I was playing that back in like 95. <laughs> so, oh no, it'd be longer than that. Yeah, no, about that's about right. Um, or 90. I don't know. Yeah, 95. Yeah. So that was like so cool to me. I really enjoyed like that experience and to see the game running and people playing it was awesome. But it was just like. I can't get to it because there's like three people all just like hoarding the shit out of it. And we kept doing like laps around it and that half an hour is in there and there was the same guy still there. This is like, fuck. Alright. Um, it's a cool little idea. Um, I imagine if we went to the big, to the other ones in like bigger cities, I imagine that we would have had a much better time. And I'm actually kind of glad that Lala and her daughter didn't come up because it was be like two and a half hours for a half an hour trip around a video game museum and then what do we do for the next like couple of hours before they go back for an extra two and a half hours so yeah it, it's got premise i'll say that it's not a bad thing uh would i go again probably not but i liked going there i got a picture of me and sonic Big Sonic statue, me and the boy as well. Uh, so that was cool. But yeah, um, it's a nice yeah, little curation. Yeah. Though. It's also the the X Men thing was also the same year. Um, Scarring came out as well, <laughs> so that that was also down there as well. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, eleven, eleven, eleven. So uh, right, next topic then. Uh, Star Trek Picard, the teaser trailer's out. Um, it's got so much promise coming to it. It's got uh, Seven of Nine from Voyager in it. Apparently, Riker and Deanna Troy are going to be in it as well. They've confirmed they're in the show. Uh, Brent Spiner as Data um, is going to be there in some capacity. I don't know if he's going to be a real character or if Picard's hallucinating him because uh, he... The the story is that after the events of Star Trek Nemesis, it took him really hard, hit him really hard, data dying, and he's like, I'm done. 
But then there's, they're getting called him back into service for something. But it doesn't really say what or when. Now, the interesting thing is it's not on Netflix. It's uh, an Amazon Prime exclusive, Ooh. which means I'm going to be cancelling my Netflix as soon as I zombie finishes to watch Star Trek Picard because I'm not paying for both anymore. Uh, Netflix seems to be on the decline at the moment for quality content. They've lost all their Marvel products. Uh, Daredevil is cancelled. Uh, the Defenders is cancelled. The Luke Cage has just finished its last season on there. Uh, same with Jessica Jones. Uh, Iron Fist ended on a cliffhanger, but they're never going to resolve that because they, once again they've, they've finished it on there. So the only thing now is to pick up up on other streaming services like the Disney Plus uh, service that's coming out, which is going to be full of Marvel stuff. So it's like, fuck it. When Picard comes out, I'm going to go and uh, cancel my Netflix and up my uh, Amazon Prime subscription. Because Amazon Prime, I get, for the same price as my Netflix, I get Amazon Prime membership to watch the Prime uh, freebies, like Picard and stuff like that. I've watched the Tick and stuff on there. Um, I get a free subscription for Twitch to whoever I want to give it to. Uh, I get free games on Twitch for being an Amazon Prime member. It's like it's basically like Xbox Live Gold. Got a lot of benefits. Yeah. And that's the problem. It's like Netflix doesn't have any benefits. So I will be like finding out how many episodes is left on iZombie and then just killing it. Because I'm, I'm, I'm kind of done with it. There's nothing there that's keeping me there anymore. And um, it's a shame really because they used to be the, the seminal platform but I don't know what they've done but they've just lost lost a lot of like uh, deals it seems with people going well we can do our own Netflix style service and we can do it cheaper and better so it's like okay because apparently there's Disney Plus as well not only will it have all the Marvel stuff on uh, potentially it'll have all the Star Wars stuff on and it'll have all the Disney movies on it as well so like, if I do that I can give Prez it to watch like Toy Stories and shit like that on it and Lab Rats and all those kind of Disney shows he watches and I can go and watch the Marvel stuff and then Prez can watch the Marvel stuff with me as well because we're both into Marvel stuff it's, it's not a bad thing and it'll probably still be around the same price as the Netflix model but you're getting more choice so it's kind yeah. of a win-win yeah so, uh, yeah, Star Trek Picard, teaser trailer. If you're a Star Trek fan and you like the next generation, you're going to be, ooh, you're going to be like I was. And you're like, ooh, ooh, this looks good. Uh, and also, uh, Jerry Ryan, who plays Seven of Nine, she has aged really nicely. She still looks fucking hot. Um, so that's going to be cool to see her return. I wonder if they're going to put her in the the the, the skin tight fucking onesie thing she had as well, because that was, oh, that was the the dreams. Those were dreams back in my uh, early teens when Star Trek Voyager came along. Oops. Oh. <laughs> also, that fan. Yeah, sorry. I'm just trying to <laughs> get off the mic a little bit. Yeah. It's baking in here still. All right. Well, uh, while you faff about with your fan, the next thing. 
Okay. Uh, the Sonic movie that was scheduled for Valentine's Day release. If you look on Twitter right now, it now says March 2020. It doesn't give you an exact date, but it says March 2020. Uh, Tim Miller, who worked on the Deadpool movies and is working on the Sonic movie, has also said that, yep, we listened to the fans, we've gone back and redesigned. I've seen the redesign. It looks a lot better. And you're gonna, you, everyone's going to enjoy this version. So, in other words, they've made him properly like Sonic should be. So as long as they've given him some gloves, sort out his god hideous fucking face, and actually given him proper sneakers, not his fucking sort his fucking teeth out, and his teeth. But the yeah. the problem, like I said, though the problem is, I feel like that trailer is a massive misdirect because none of it fits. None of it fits what you expect from a Sonic movie. Robotnik is not how you expect him to be. He looks that way at the end because, like the the final clip, it shows you he's in with the big mustache and the goggles, no hair. He's in Mushroom Hill Zone because there's giant mushrooms behind him. And it's like you know that's the part of the movie that's real. But if you look at the Sonic character, especially when he goes meow in the fucking god awful trailer, he his face is exactly the same as the copper's face, who he's like buddy buddy with. They are this. It's the same face model, and I'm thinking it's like, well, maybe this was like a massive misdirect that they did this just to fucking rile people up. So when it comes out properly, people are like, holy shit, this is really, really good. Mm. Viral marketing, because like I said, Sonic Team and Sonic Twitter and stuff like that, they've been known to be trolls about shit in the past. So it's not like they couldn't do it. It's not like they wouldn't do it, and as GTA have shown you in the past. Negative press is still good press. Because it gets people talking about it. Yeah, so it just drums up anticipation. Yeah. Because people are going to say, what the fuck is going on with this? Why is this like this? And then, you know, it gets people talking about it. And then people are like, okay, yeah, all right. Then it's like, oh, these guys are going to fix it. Oh, that sounds really cool. I would like to see what this looks like when it's finished. And, you know, that pushes them forward. Um, so, yeah. The update for the Sonic movie, I told you it was coming when I figured out when we had some more, but that was literally like a week ago. Um, this came to light, and that's why I posted it like a couple of days ago, because that's when it like appeared randomly in my YouTube feed, because it, it still kind of remembers that I was still looking about it and still talking about it. But, um, yeah. So we got to wait till March now, but like people have been saying, the longer the delay, the less shittier it's going to be. Because I imagine they're doing reshoots and stuff. If the Gangster's Paradise and the, the overly dickish Robotnik uh, is to the dislike of everyone, because people will just turn around and go, no, and then Paramount and them will be like, well, if this is testing really negatively and it's just the trailer and all these are the major plot points of the film we've showed you, because it's usually doing a trailer, uh, major revisions I can imagine being happening. And it'll probably resemble more like a normal, uh, a normal Sonic adventure, and not this weird one that they're doing. But we'll see. I, I can I can go on about this. I, I this seems to be my rant episode. I could rant again, <laughs> but I'm not. Uh, so the next thing is uh, PUBG. 
Erangel, the first map that you ever came out, uh, they... I don't know if I talked about this last episode, but they retconned it. I think you may have touched on it briefly. So Not in much detail, though. Um, so I'll quickly scroll back. They yeah. released a story trailer. Um, and... They basically gave light to it that one of the survivors of Erangel, because what happened is in 1965, there was an uprising to the dictator guy who was running it all. Because now there's like propaganda and there's uh, banners for the 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 like dictator guy and the the like the guerrilla faction guys. There are uh, basements in buildings that weren't there before that have like propaganda presses and uh, propaganda and locations of where they're going to strike in uh, like Lipovka, Milter Power and all these other like key areas on the map that people go to regularly um, and it's really fucking cool because it gives you like a, a, a sense because they did say originally in the original thing that there was a civil war there and it was abandoned because the electric field uh, emitters that they used to like calm the population when they were rioting malfunctioned. Now n now they're just saying that that's not what happened. They're saying that they had this big fucking dust up and um, the the kid who survived uh, went back to the island as an adult set it up for uh, a battle royale last man standing thing to give other people the feeling of being truly alive by being the last man alive. And then the electric field emitters, which were there originally, uh, are being repurposed as a zone. Because he can dial them up and down depending on what uh, what phase of the, the game they're in. So, um... Still, like, a, a massive info dump there, but it's cool because that whole map had this small little blurb about Civil War, blah, blah, thrown away. And then they've put in a lot of effort to give you a full-on story about it. Mm, adding to the lore, I suppose. Well, yeah, because now it's got lore. Before, it was just like, oh, it was an abandoned island that was near Russia that had an uprising and the electric field uh, emitters that we use for pacification went fucking haywire and started roaming the, the island in circles and stuff and it was like okay <laughs> but now they've like canoned the reason why everything is like it is which is cool I like that um, next is like Miramar and Sanok and Vikendi there needs to be a reason why these abandoned small continents or areas of a country are abandoned and why it'd be cool to see what they do with them because if this goes well which i think it will do because um they've themed the whole season around this uh like uprising and stuff they could um, both say the law for these ones um it was like testing for the um shields what it were the, the electric firewalls as yeah. a form of control, see how well they would respond to ever decreasing um, 
But, Boundaries. Uh, Erangel was the first, though. Mm. So I think that Miramar would have been... Um, I imagine it, it would be... Because it's it is like southern... It's Mexico. It's Mexico. There's a wall. There's a fucking wall. <laughs> and a checkpoint on this wall. It's Trump's wall. On that, so I imagine it'll be like, oh, this city was cut off from Mex, from the like the UK, um, US, and stuff, and they uh, had these electric field meters from Erangel prototyped as pacification because they were writing as well. Blah blah. I don't know. There's a lot of like now open books for what they can do to the next three maps that they've got and what the canon is behind it. So. It will be cool to see what they're going to do with it. So yeah, as long as they make it, you know, uh, as long as they don't overlook anything within in the law where it might actually circumvent what they're actually talking about. Yeah. Because there's some games that do say one thing and one bit of law, and then later on it kind of contra- contradicts it. It's like, wait, well, which it, one? What is it then? It, it seems like the Arangold map is the one guy survivor. And I can imagine that there might be copycats, and that's what the other ones are. It's not him running the other ones. It's other people running the other ones, seeing how he runs his version. But um, we'll see. I don't want to be too on the nose in case I've seen the future again. <laughs> because no one's going to give me my fucking money if I do. So Yeah. No, <laughs> no, no, no loyalties or royalties. No. So we'll move on to the next thing. So, uh... People have been complaining about the Nintendo Switch Joy-Cons and the fact that the way they're made, the there's someone's actually took one apart and shown what happens. After continuous use, the like enamel paint on the inside of the Joy-Con, the analog stick, wears away and it gives false re- readings to the 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 stick so it's kind of like the whole nintendo 64 thing where if you don't have the thumbstick directly in the middle when you turn it on it will always have this drift mm. even when the sticks return back to zero and um now nintendo have not said anything about it for a while there has been a statement about how they're going to replace things but there's a catch but i didn't actually get a chance to read it before the the podcast but apparently a class action lawsuit has been filed against them uh because of this problem because enough people were pissed off and nintendo weren't outwardly doing anything about it because um the the way of them doing it at the moment was to buy your own replacement online and fix it yourself or send it back to nintendo and then probably get one that's also faulty back uh and or getting it repaired with um uh, what you call it with the uh, the thumbstick repair or replace with another one that has the same fault. So uh, now this is going on, I will look up for next podcast what the hell actually Nintendo have done about it and what they're doing about it and what this action lawsuits are actually trying to get out of it. But um, it'll be interesting to see. This one's one of those like fallout and all this stuff getting sued and stuff that we've not heard back about because it's still ongoing but we'll see what goes on also uh they did release we talked about it last time the switch mini 
it's not called the Switch Mini. I forgot what the fuck you called it now. Switch Lite. Switch Lite. Yeah, that was it. Yeah. Uh, and then the original model Switch, there is a model revision. I think it's like Dash 1 or something like that is what it's actually got written uh, like in the product description. And it's got a better battery life. Uh, so they said by using Zelda as its yardstick, instead of getting like three hours out of it, you'll get nearly six running Zelda. So like, because that's quite a, a, a battery intensive game, quite a heavy CPU load. So they don't quite know if it's due to uh, more economical running parts or if they just crammed a bigger battery in. Uh, or both. But it's the same price as a regular Switch. Um, and it's just a, it's a model revision. Kind of like how they uh, did it with the the Xbox 360s. The, there was certain ones that would red ring, uh, red ring. And then there was ones that wouldn't red ring. And it was literally like a, a dash in the uh, model number on the actual console itself. Which told you if it did or not. So... See. I had my 360 for what six years, I'd say, and it didn't even red ring on me once. So I must have had one of the good ones. I <laughs> although went... after about five or six years, it did stop um, reading certain DVDs, unfortunately. Oh yeah, you're like... fine. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no, that's fine. It's fine. But um, yeah, so for me, I had three Xbox 360s. I had a pre-owned one which uh, red ringed, and I had fix. Uh, then I went and bought a new one. Uh, I think I just bought an arcade and then stuck my hard drive on top of it because it was one of those ones where you could just like stick it to change the hard drives out, yeah. Yeah, and then when the Slim came out, I traded in the Slim, uh, I traded my 360 arcade for the Slim and then just transferred everything across. Um, and then. I bought another version of the Slim not too long ago for about 60 quid. Uh, but the, like after the arcade, because the arcade was the one where they fixed it, but arcade elites and something else, like there was a certain model number that in that family of model number, they were using the different solder, which didn't fuck up. Because what it was is uh, there was a law about using lead-based solder in um, consoles and that for it being environmentally unsafe. But the only problem is the the solder they put in had a low temperature threshold, so it would melt after a good gaming session, which led to dry circuits, which would cause the the red ring of death, because the actual chip uh, needed to run the fucking console would almost fall out because it wasn't soldered in because all the solder had loosened and like leaked out off the actual uh, connection. Yeah. Mm. Um. Like, some quick fixes were toweling your Xbox <laughs> for half an hour and running it just, like, in a towel. Or just to heat it back up to really melt the solder. Yeah, but that was, like, a very, very short-term uh, fix. fix because eventually it would just fucking die because the solder wouldn't be anywhere near the chipset then and no about heating it up would actually fix it. And in like some cases, people have reported that the chip actually fell out. It wasn't just loose, it fell out of its mooring. And was <laughs> loose in the fucking console. So, uh, so for the, like, 
the Switch to have these revisions and stuff is pretty cool. Um, the thumbstick thing, yeah, I admit that I don't really use the thumbstick. I use the Pro Controller, but the thumbsticks are fucking garbage, I feel. The, the dead zones on them are, are weird, and I can't calibrate them. So it's like, I'll like move the thumbstick, and it'll not feel like I'm doing anything. I think I've got like, the opposite of the drift. I've got like just a, a complete and utter, like, almost uh, input deadness. Like I can put a lot of input into it before it'll do anything. So it's like a very it's like large dead zone. Yeah, it's like undersensitive and not oversensitive. I, I like them to have a bit of sensitivity to when I play. Which is why I play Minecraft on the Switch with a Pro Controller, because I don't like using the thumbsticks on the Joy-Cons. Joy-Cons only ever come off if uh, we're playing Pokemon Let's Go, which I haven't played in ages. <clears throat> because there's no real reason to take them off the console. Or if I play in the handheld mode and I don't want to like put the little plastic stand out on the table and stuff. But yeah. Oh, and then uh I've got like two more and then we can get on to You can't take a drink, can I? <laughs> I haven't got any drink. I've run out of drink. So Oh um, Jesus. Plants vs Zombie Three <laughs> is coming. Plants vs Zombies Three is coming. Uh you can pre alpha download the pre alpha of it. Because there's a pre-alpha. If you are lucky enough on the Google Store, it's currently an Android-only thing. So us on the iPhone have to go fuck ourselves. But apparently there's like this pre-alpha. Why Why are they doing this? I mean, you, okay, it's EA. So. Sorry, that's your eardrums. But yeah, EA. So that's all I'm going to say about that. Uh, but no. Um, and then the next thing, I'm just going to roll through the fucking Plants vs. Zombies thing, because fuck that. I'll, I'll probably try and play it when it comes out. Hopefully it'll not be like Plants vs. Zombies 2, which was a pay-to-win fucking bullshit arena. Thank you, EA. Um, Pokemon fans aren't buying the devs' excuses um, about not putting the national decks in Sword and Shield. People are even asking them to delay it to make sure it can be done. Because apparently they were like, oh, well, we, we did it. The tech wouldn't allow us to. It's like... Tech. Bollocks. Yeah. It's like, oh, the, the tech and the engine and blah, blah. And they, they just gave, like, this kind of half-hearted fucking excuse that people are just like, no. Mm. No. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. Even I'm like, I'm not really fussed about buying this Pokemon. I'll, I'll probably buy it later on when it goes on sale. Because it will go on sale. Because people aren't going to buy it. Um... But I'm not buying it out the gate. Like I said, I've got Link's Awakening, I've got Animal Crossing uh, that I'm going to be buying definitely this year, next year. So Pokemon Sword and Shield is not high up on my list. And I'm still playing Pokemon Go, so it's not like I'm not playing Pokemon games. It's just that this one hasn't got enough about it to make me want to play it. And I own X, Y, Alpha Sapphire... No, uh, is it X? I think I've got X, Alpha Sapphire... Uh, and Moon or Sun edition. I think it's Sun, and I haven't finished those games either. I've not even got to like the Elite Four in those. That's how like the little I've got into Pokemon recently in the last couple of years because it's all been samey samey. And as much as I love the game, I just can't. I just can't be asked. The grind. And that's the thing. As I've got older, the grind has become like more. Unpolished. It's like more, it's more, eh. Yeah. I can't be asked, kind of thing. Because I know, like, to get to the, the 
the Pokemon League, you have to have like level 50 and above uh, Pokemon to get through it. Because you could do all the gyms on like the first two games and attack the Pokemon like Victory Road at like 45. But everything on that Pokemon Road and then the Pokemon uh, like League Elite Four um, members were all 50 plus on their Pokemon. So it was just such a ball ache if you went in underleveled. <coughs> and I'm just not I'm not ready to do it again because it's like I think on X I got to quite a high level quite early on or what I thought was quite early on in the game and it's like oh yeah you're halfway through and I'm like what? I've, I've, I've done very little and I've got so far through the game already it's kind of like with gold, silver and um, crystal you do the first elite Delete um delete four. Yeah, and then it was then like you find out then you find out you can go east of your starter town, surf over, and ha you can go to you can go to um Kanto. Yeah, it was like, but wait, there's more. And you were like fuck yeah. And then you fight Red from the original Pokemon games, the character you played in the original Pokemon games, on top of a mountain in the middle like of the the, the middle of fucking nowhere. Yeah. And it's just like where where have you guys gone that you've just lost this now? Because I loved that about it. I loved that about like gold and silver and heart gold and soul silver. If you play the um, the remakes, was the fact that you did Johto and then you did the Elite Four and then they went, oh by the way, Kanto's over there. Go and fuck off and get some more badges. And you're like, yeah, fucking go! <laughs> and you found out what had happened since like the end of red and blue and yellow and what had happened while you'd been gone for this so many years between the two games so it was really cool because it was like oh a nice look back but now it's just like oh it's one region it's not very big but you still gotta grind it's like oh just don't do it to me anymore i can't i just can't so i'm, I'm gonna do a skip on sword and shield i will be buying sword version when it's cheap enough but i won't be buying it at launch and I think that's going to show Pokemon Company and Nintendo that they need to reevaluate what the fuck they're doing with it. Because if fans are kicking off about it now, they might end up with Pokemon getting shit canned in a couple of years if they don't fucking sort it out. But I, I see them probably doing uh, another remake. Like, let's go. But, um,. Sort of was, I want them to do Gold and Silver remake, but with Kanto still attached, like in the original, and the remake on the on the DS, because I think that would work. They still need to. I still think they need to do what we said about. Oh, probably. Oh, Pokemon probably, World. Yeah, like uh, have all the regions. Aloha. Well, there's Aloha. Pokemon online which is a like a fan based pokemon game where it does have all the regions does it have a national pokedex i'm guessing yeah see why can't they why can't they just do this Cause... I, know, I know it's just ah oh, come on nintendo game I... freak pull your pull your fucking finger out give us what two fans want a pokemon game with the whole entire world of all pokemon national decks fucking go for it see the that loyal fans will buy it yeah the fact that they could go back to the 16-bit style graphics, they don't need to go fully 3D. P- 
people would still buy it because one nostalgia and two every fucking region, every fucking Pokemon. The fact that they don't even have to have the same stories from the original games, they could just have like, oh, you start in Kanto, you work your way through Kanto, you find or you out start about, always start in Pallet Town. Yeah, so you start in like Pallet Town, you work your way through, you you hear rumblings of Team Rocket, but you don't see them till Johto. Then you fight them, and it's like, oh, well, there might be some other bad guys around after you defeat Team Rocket. And then you hear rumblings of other, and you find like other other bad guys, and you you are slowly working your way through all these different bad guy sects. Of the thing, and then you, and you work out, you find out there's another low key uh, sect in Alola or whatever the fuck it's called. Yeah, well, the the thing is, well, the the problem that I found is apparently some of the games take place in different universes. So, like, uh, whenever there's Mega Evolving and this the the X Powers or whatever they were fucking called in one of the games. Uh, that apparently is an alternate universe because they don't exist in OG world. Uh, they're, they're worried about other universes. Yet you can store a fucking Pokemon in a Pokeball on a fucking computer. Yeah, but... like I said, all the f- it's just it's just weird. Yeah, uh, I mean they need to do it. They need to do it though. I know Seriously. they need to do it. Well, if it's... they will or not, that's a different <laughs> thing. Well, we can rant about this, but we don't. Yeah. Because the next thing we need to talk about is our good old beating stick that isn't EA, Fallout 76. Yeah. Uh, the Fallout 76 most recent patch breaks the game yet again and reintroduces our bugs yet again. But they double down on monetization. So, uh, I, I like to say in the last couple of days, or maybe a week ago, uh, patch 11 dropped on Fallout for 76 and it broke the game. <laughs> uh, basically, from what I've been reading on it, apparently <laughs> since, this patch was re- since this patch was introduced, uh, players have been currently farming the legendary enemies for ages, literally days, and not getting single legendary drops. So people are starting to think the legendary enemies aren't dropping fuck all now. There's also reports in one of the areas I think was called uh, White Springs that will just kill you when you get close to it. Just fucking... <laughs> just bang! Get gone. <laughs> hey, you know that area that you need to go for for one of those quests yeah. to kill? <laughs> yeah. I've heard, also... heard people like bitch about this. I'll tell you in a minute once you finish doing these. But yeah, There's also reports of a bug where your cat will just get beheaded as you step out of power armor. <laughs> well, obviously you didn't disengage the power armor right, and it takes your fucking head off. Well, well, if you're not getting beheaded by a power armor, you may be getting stuck inside the power armor without actually be able to get out of it. See, that's that's a feature of the game. <laughs> Did you not know about that? That's added realism. <laughs> the power armor is like broken, and you can't get out of it, or the power armor is broken in a way that it decapitates you. <laughs> yeah, there's more bugs into the power power armor as well. There's like that includes game freezes, your gear being perpetually unequipped from the suit, not able to re equip it. Don't it also disappear as well? Like the, the power yeah. just, just fucked off and it's just gone. kind of just just goes yunk. It just disappears into the, like the nth dimension. But um, yeah, so I've had like I've seen some reviews about this from people who play the game still. They're like, "Hey, Bethesda, <laughs> right? We're like probably about one of the five hundred people left, and what you're doing is fucking stupid. Please, we even I don't want to play this game anymore. And I looked through all the bugs we had before." It's horrible. Stop it. Apparently, there's the monetization thing as well. 
that they've stopped getting they've deliberately stopped you grinding certain things so instead of you getting like a, a decent drop on these things like near rare as fuck but you can buy them with real money well they even said that if any items in the shop would only be pure, purely cosmetic but they have actually been going down the route of Oh, you want to repair your item? Well, here's a repair kit. Or you have to go back to your base or your workbench and repair it there. So it's a convenience item. Oh, a pay-to-win item, was it? Oh, I'm in, no, the, middle of, I'm in the middle of this PvP battle, but uh, I need to repair my armor. Oh, wait! I, I've bought this earlier to stop myself from dying. It's pay for convenience, it seems to be fair. Oh, it's just... It's... Yeah. Uh, it's just... Right, stupid. Uh, let's get on to something, something really stupid to something actually really, really good. Uh, CD Projekt Red are getting huge support from the fans for um, Cyberpunk 2077 as just over a third of all pre-orders are currently on GOG. Now, there's no exclusivity to any platform, is there? No, but with GOG, doesn't uh, CDPR get like 100% of the um, revenue? Uh, well, I mean, if I think they've got a stake in GOG, so yeah. So there's no there's no ex no exclusivity either. So, like I said, a third of all pre-orders are currently on GOG. So that's good because uh, oh no, it's another launcher. But what people are downloading it and fucking putting money in there on it? What is going on? Ah, oh, I could go on this rant, but I'm not. Yeah. But good for them because they're getting the money. Um, it's. There's no slap fight between Epic and Steam uh, because it goes to where it can be on every platform. There's no exclusivity, uh, and the consumer are making their choice. So, if a yep. third of fans have pre-ordered on GOG, good for them. That shows that they don't give a shit about this. <laughs> shit. <laughs> and good, good. I like that. I, I like that. Good on them. Yeah. yeah. Okay, this next one's yours, I believe. So, uh, yeah, uh, G2A, the notorious uh, key selling site that would sell um, video game software and gaming keys from like Steam or Epic and stuff like that at reduced prices or different prices to what you get online. Um, they've been notoriously known for selling duped keys and. Uh, blatantly fraudulently obtained keys uh which are then invalidated by the developers um and the developers themselves have been saying hey if you're gonna like buy the game or g2 on g2a or pirate the game pirate the game please because we don't want you giving the money to those assholes because we don't see money either way uh so what G2A have said now, because a lot of developers, indie developers and normal developers have kicked the fuck off about this. Um, they're like, hey, we'll, we'll make a key blocker so you can input the keys into uh, our thing and if anyone tries to sell them or buy them fraudulently and sell them onto us, uh, we can turn them down and invalidate them so that we can't sell them. But the catch is, because there's always a fucking catch with G2A, uh, the develop there has to be like a thousand developers sign up to this 
thing, filling this form, showing their interest by a certain date. And I think that date might have gone. Um, what? Yeah. <laughs> Let me see if I can find it. It's, it's basically like, um, do you want to lose your hand or do you want to lose your whole entire hand? Yeah. Or which hand do you want to lose, your left hand or your right hand? Ah, here we are. Um, but they'll only make it for th- 100 developers, not 1,000. 100 developers fill out the form showing their interest by August. So it's still got time. Yeah, but it's like, I, how easy is it for that form to be filled in? How, um... I'm assuming these forms are going to have some sort of, um, uh, recapture on it, you know, so you're not a robot. It's like, uh, how long is it going to take to fill in? When they make this key blocker, what is the, um, caveat? Is it going to be like, you can only enter one key at a time, or will you be able to add, like, a page text file of all the keys and do it that way because I can imagine the way G2A will do it like oh yeah you can only add like one key at a time though and then uh, it's like key enter is successful would you like to add another yeah rather than like just here's the page add a text file full of this thing block all these I can imagine that's what G2A would do because at the end of the day they're still making money out of this shitty uh, thing and it is a very moral grey area that they're operating in that is like, they're trying to say that they're not the bad guys, they're trying to EA it, we're not the bad guys but they are because they're selling fraudulent keys and they're in a country that it's hard to prosecute them so they're trying to like develop their images, uh, this like better image by saying well, well we'll help out the developers we'll do this, but you gotta can, do this for us yeah, they're probably going to make it harder for the developers to do it, even though that thing's in place. And then they can say, well, it's there, they're not using it, and then, oh, good guy G2A, they've put this in place, but now the developers aren't using it. This is the same um, company that uh, had someone buy, like, 50, 60 keys of a game, like, 13 bucks, and started to sell it for, like, 25. Isn't yeah, because that's what they do. They, yeah. They'd buy it cheap on one region and flip it onto a different region and sell it for a profit. Because G2A make a small amount out of it. Uh, and then you make a bit on top, well, a bit afterwards. So if you could sell a 15-quid game for 20 quid, um, G2A take, like, 250 off that, and you'd make the other 250 on top of the game. So if you bought 100 keys and did that, it becomes quite a lot profitable. Yeah. But, um, like I said, I'm not really happy about how they're going about it. Because it seems like, while they say they're trying to do this and trying to be more transparent and trying to help out the developers, you've got to wonder, in this day and age, how little that help is actually going to be helpful when it gets to it because i can imagine they're going to make it so it is difficult to do the things but they've made this so that's their hands like absolved so well you can block these keys whenever you want but the 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 things there we've done what we can we we've made it to the best of our ability here on playstation i mean uh on g2a it's gone through beta you can only do two keys at a time. We tried more, but it wouldn't work. It kept crashing the thing. The rubber band kept falling off the fucking machine every time you put more than two keys in. Oops. 
put on more of our bands to get free. Yeah. So, but it's one of those things. It's like it seems like they're gonna do it. They're gonna add this key blocker to it to appease the developers. But they're gonna do it in such a shitty way that it's impractical for the developers to do it. And then they're gonna plead, "Well, we did it. We did it to the best of our ability. We we've we've done what they asked, and they're still moaning at us." And try and plead that they are in the wrong by moaning at them for not doing a better job of it. Because that's how they operate. They are scummy, practicing, kind of shady people. But I, I, I definitely think there's going to be like an uprising in like September time when they find out that this key blocker is shit. <laughs> if it that works, works. No, he's not going to. I imagine that as well, some indie developers would deliberately fraudulent a key onto G2A just to see if it works. And when it doesn't work, they'll be like, well, we did it. We stung it. And then... yeah, we, stung, we, stung with a bogus, we stung with a bogus code, which we had on our servers that actually was still accepted. So what's going on? Yeah. And I want to, I want to see what that happens, because basically it harms the developers, because developers have to uh, basically tell someone that the key's been invalidated and then either replace that key at their own cost or um, lose a fan because they bought it from a shady website. <laughs> and they're the bad guys because they just bought a key and this key doesn't work. What the fuck? It's like, well, that key's been nicked and been sold on a shady site. You went to this site because you wanted to get it cheap, but it was shady. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we can't do fuck all for you and then they get the bad rep for not being able to help out the person who tried to get a cheap deal and bought it off somewhere that maybe they shouldn't have been buying it from but yeah you know <sighs> so next one Sh uh, Shenmue 3 you need to talk to about this one because I have no idea what the fuck's going on this time yeah um just quickly checking my source yeah, okay. Um, the Shenmue 3 backers have been told they will have to pay for pre-order content. Go on, explain. Well, um, there was um, content going to be released on day one, which will be part of the deluxe and standard editions quite separately. Um, the backers are, well, I'll say the backers were under the assumption that because they've kicked, they kicked it back on the um, the backers. They'd get access to the day one pre-order content as well, but that wasn't the case. Well, that's the thing, though. Is it an assumption, or did it actually stay they would? Uh, um, just, just. Yeah, backers again. Backers of the Kickstarter game will not get pre-order content that comes with the regular or the deluxe release of the game. Yeah, they've. If they've ordered the deluxe or the regular um, set, they won't get the the pre-order that comes with it, the bonus content. So if they kickstart it and then they pre-ordered the deluxe edition, they'll just get the deluxe edition minus the pre-order content. <laughs> okay, so it sounds like they've done this for the, the non-kickstarting retail buyers who are going to buy it to entice them. Um, it's not unheard of. Day 1 DLC and pre-orders and Exclusives and yeah. like GameStop okay. has certain things. And... Okay, I do have a uh, a comment uh, from Yiz.net. Uh, if I can quote, uh, 
Uh, we apologise for the long delay in responding. Your feedback is appreciated, and we will look into having your noted points in future updates. Standard and deluxe editions, deluxe versions released throughout retail sales are not affiliated with the crowdfunding campaign, so will not be included with the backer pledges. However, they will be available to sell separately. Kickstarter backers will receive the Kickstarter version. Slacker backers will receive the Slacker backer version. Both have unique content respectively to the versions, not available in retail versions, and the season pass is not included. Trial version release dates info has yet to be confirmed and will be announced in the updates when details are available. You will be receiving your trial version, but we must ask for your patience for it. So, essentially, they never said that this extra pre-order content was going no, to be they part just, of it. they just under the assumption. Yeah, so, alright, you can be pissed off about that if you want, but... They also have Kickstarter and Slacker backing differences already there. So the, is... site, um, the site I'm reading here, he says, now, one thing that I want to point out, and play a little devil's advocate here, Kickstarter backers weren't promised the season pass and couldn't honestly expect to get the season pass. He may be wrong, but I've not known a Kickstarter game give the season pass away included within the game. That's by, by the by, because the real issue here is when it specifically says the content found within the standard and editions of the game will not be given to a Kickstarter will be available for sale separately. That's the point, though, isn't it? The the problem is they're just assuming they've like, unless it specifically says in the like details they will get all the DLC and all the stuff promised at the beginning, then uh, yeah, you're not getting it. Mm. I mean, the deluxe version they've probably got extra like skins and stuff, um, but unless it specifically says you get the season pass you don't get the season pass. So, right, they're they're pissed off, but they're pissed off because in this instance, they've not read the small print properly. Mm. And it's another, oh my god, look what they've done now. And it's like, no, they haven't done that. You've just not fucking read properly. Read your uh, little disclaimer in your thing when you got it. It didn't say any extra DLC. It didn't say any season pass. If it said all content and all blah 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 and you had the deluxe version then yes you could kick off about it but I don't think it's going to have that. So uh yeah and yeah and oh oh fucking hell, I'm the last one. Holy balls. Oh hang on. Yeah. Oh, fucking hey. <laughs> yeah. Well this is a bit of a disappointing thing really with VA. Oh, I'm not yeah. a good disappointment thing. See, I've... More, more case of um, <coughs> well, I can I'm ex... a little bit pissed off with our government. I can explain this where it sounds right, but it's still wrong. Yeah. So basically, the surprise mechanics, aka loot boxes, for anyone else who doesn't speak EA, um, has been deemed by the UK government not gambling because in their eyes... Uh, gambling involves having monetary value to the item you get. Now, they said that you can't resell or like purchase these things separately. They don't have any monetary value. Uh, so while there still are gambling mechanics technically, which they are, uh, they said that because there's no monetary value to them, they aren't technically gambling in their eyes at the moment. This doesn't mean that they won't review it later on, because uh, they said that they 
it, under the definition that it stands at the moment for gambling in the UK, it doesn't fit that yeah. archetype. Because in the, in the UK, gambling pertains to any act of where you use money to get a monetary outcome. <clears throat> yeah, or so, a so prize like a, so equivalent like, uh, that like has fruit, monetary value. Like a fruit machine, for example, or playing blackjack in a casino. That would yeah. be classified as gambling. Um, technically, as well, the arm grabber machines and stuff, because there's monetary value on that. Yeah, but they're, um, we, I think we call them AWP in the um, pub trade. Mm, but... award, with, award with prize for the uninitiated. And you've got those quiz machines, which are SWPs. Yeah. Skill with prize. But uh, still, the, the problem with those are they are still forms of gambling and addictive. And... But the, the SWP machines don't have the £100 or £250 pound payouts you find in casinos. Yeah. It's usually, it's usually at most £25, if that. Uh, the highest I've seen in a uh, Weatherspoons was £50. Pounds. Ooh. That could be repeated. But uh, like the mm. highest jackpot was 50 And We have, in my place, we have uh, fruit machines do a £100 payout. They also have chance repeat. to, in the UK, give a percentage of payout. Yeah. So I think seventy nine percent of your stake or whatever. Yeah. I think it's like it's gotta be like over fifty percent chance of winning. Uh otherwise it'd be deemed as unfair. And then it wouldn't be gambling, it would just be straight up like stealing money. Um now there's a lot of people who are like quitting games because of the these loot boxes because they are ex addicts. They used to play like Call of Duty and stuff, and they can't anymore because of like these gambling mechanics that are in the, mich- the thing. And they recognise the wholesale as gambling mechanics, and they're like, I, I can't because I'll just sink so much money into it. I think you may mention of this last podcast actually. Some guy um, when they introduced uh, the mechanics into was it Black Ops Four? I think what you said. Yeah. Oh, by the way, sell, he had to sell the game because it had um so much enticement for him to gamble. Uh, by the way, I don't know if it made it into the podcast thing, but there was over one. Someone added it all up. One thousand three hundred pounds worth of uh, micro transactions added to Black Ops Four. I didn't add it to the list, but I did just then subtly um, refer to it. Yeah. So sixty pound game has two hundred. Yeah, two hundred percent more. Like in microtransactions to it, two hundred percent more value than it's worth. Easy, because if you times it by ten, six hundred quids worth of stuff, and that's only half—not even half of the microtransactions that are in the fucking game. That is ridiculous. That is fucking ridiculous. It's, it's, so- That'd be no, it wouldn't be hundred percent because hundred percent would be one hundred and twenty, wouldn't it? Because you're doubling up, so that'd be oh a thousand percent, a, a thousand over a thousand percent more. Fuck me. Yeah. So I've I've thought these the Sims all the expansions and add-ons so far total of a hundred fifty quid was bad, but bloody hell. Yeah. But again, Sims EA, you know, nickel and dime shit. That's all you probably on your hard drive. But yeah. Oh yeah, you want you want that pets. Payout? <laughs> yeah, all right. That's, that's the thing as well. They all, whenever they release a new fucking Sims game, they always segregate the pets. Always. Or they, or they do DLC for DLC. Yeah. They, they segregate the pets, then they put the pets in, then they put, hey, do you want the extra pet pet fucking DLC for the pets? 
You want more oh, parents? You... you want fucking more dogs? No, you would buy the DLC for the fucking DLC for the game that you fucking paid that didn't have in the last one either. Oh, it's like, do you want to own, uh, own a golden Labradoodle or a bloody chocolate Labrador along with the Collie and Westy Terry you've already got? Well, let's have a 60 quid. Yeah. Fuck oh, that. Oh, yeah, noise. cats aren't in, in this pet's DLC. You have to buy the fucking add on DLC to the DLC. But then have you got this expansion to the fucking DLC that you need? Because you don't have that expansion to the base game to enable this yeah. DLC for this fucking DLC to work. Yep. I, DLC exception. Oh, yeah, it just... Don't get me started, alright? We're near the end of the fucking podcast. I, <laughs> we don't want to get too ranty now, do we? I'm not kicking off. I'm going to calm. So... Uh, uh, yeah, deep breaths. <laughs> I want to go play Minecraft. Lol... So apparently got it downloaded so we can get her in. Uh, Spark is around as well. So we can get Elytra's going because we've been finding that shit in the game. We've been flying around. It was really fucking fun. We've been making ATCs so we can fly between the places. Until I face like the fucking ground. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, by the way, the uh, Spartans in Pajamas Airways, the phrase is just fucking wing it. <laughs> For our uh, company. Is that like a little slight little nod to Nike? You know, just do it. Just yeah. wing it. <laughs> in this case, because it spawns in pyjamas, just fucking wing it. <laughs> but right, uh, yeah, so we're going to sign off. I'm going to put this through the ringer and then put it on the on for the the thing tomorrow. Uh, in fact, I'm not going to put it on. I'm going to do it tomorrow. I can't bother tonight. I want to play Minecraft. Um, yeah. God, it's fucking warm in this bedroom. It's still fucking hot as well. Uh, so yeah, um, while it was not available this time, apparently the, the boy was hogging the computer, so uh, hopefully Bobby. next podcast. It's, it's still 28 degrees, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> what currently is it for me, because I'm slightly north? 29! Oof. Okay, you win. Yeah. Uh, probably Lala's like still like thirty odds or something. It's going down to twenty four in the next couple of hours, but fuck, I'm not going to be able to sleep tonight. I, I, not by a long shot. I've just been sleeping almost naked at this point. And it's a lovely <sighs> image for everyone. But uh, yeah, but right. So any questions at uh, Lodge D985 at Lala ninety at Dolphin Rapture. Dolphin Rapture on Xbox. Yes, uh, everywhere else, Twitter, and. Um, just put in like a podcast question or hashtag podcast uh, and then we know that we're going to add it in. You can do it through the Anchor app if you are listening to this through the Anchor app because you can. You can leave a live live quotation marks uh, video recordings which are just audio only. So audio recordings <laughs> uh, that we can then add. I can download add to this Discord call that we can listen to. Uh, for like the next time, uh, so next one, are you available? Are you around for the next one? Uh, next one is the eighth of August, isn't it? Yeah, I may not be around. No, right. So I definitely will be, unless uh, we can get it a, unless we can get it a day early. Then, well, well, we'll see. I mean, I don't have any problems with that. We just got to get everyone else. Yeah, um, but if you can't, if you can't do it, I'll be the one. I'll be sitting out, unfortunately. Yeah, but right, that's us done. Yeah. Before uh, before we disappear, though, I've just looked at um, the weather in Death Valley in California. Would you like to guess how hot it is? Probably about 25 degrees. 46. Fuck! Yeah. <laughs> well, they called it Death Valley for a bastard time, haven't they? Yeah, and midnight is going to be 40 degrees there. That is fucking no. 
Yeah, that is a hundred percent no. <laughs> but the humid the humidity is fourteen percent though. Jeez. It's, it's... Whereas the humidity for me, where I currently am, I think mine was like nineteen. Let me check. My humidity is fifty-five. Oh, forty-nine percent. Uh, according to the AccuWeather, uh, it's thirty-one degrees here, not twenty-nine. Fucking lied to me, Apple. Uh, there's no going to be no precipitation for one hundred and twenty minutes. Right. So uh, with that. Heatwave 2019. We out. We'll see you in uh, a couple of weeks. And uh, yeah, we're going to play some Minecraft. Yeah! Woo! Bye! Bye!